Off the Ball. The Premier League is back on Off the Ball with two live and exclusive commentaries every Sunday. Rashford on the edge of the area, gets the shot off and scores! And the best analysis around from Brian Kerr, Kenny Cunningham, Damian Delaney and John Giles. Nothing to do with the system. It's getting your best players to play in the best positions. We've got the football show weeknights from nine, live goals every Saturday from one and the biggest games every Sunday. Off the Ball. Home of the Premier League. With Paddy Power. Live and exclusive every Sunday on News Talk. Football on Off the Ball. With Paddy Power. Fueling the mischief in the beautiful game. Gamble responsibly. See Dunlewy.net. Chris Martin. Oh, you're kidding me. September. Kyle Lafferty. Are you no! joking me? Is that right? I know. Is that right? Ah. Uh, like that is one of the most stupid questions. Darius for sale? Seriously, you all need to just stay quiet. This is getting really annoying doing this quiz. What is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome along to the shoutiest segment on your radio. It is the scintillating, it is the stupefying and the splendido. It is the special football edition of the Crappy Quiz. And it is a very special football pack quiz today for you with thanks to Paddy Power. Allow me to welcome today's teams then. Our first team is potentially Ireland's next great music duo. And by music duo, we mean a man who is genuinely known as a talented singer-songwriter, a.k.a. Stewie Byrne, and a man who is genuinely just known for getting locked, sitting on someone else's shoulders and shouting the lyrics at a stage, a.k.a. Nathan Nate Dog. Murphy for team number one. God help anyone who has me on their shoulders right now. Yeah, well now is your yearly reminder as well, Nathan, to take a check of your performance in the crowd at the Happy Mondays gig at Witness Festival back in 2000, which I think is still available on YouTube. Uh, I was there. Your shame. I wasn't, that wasn't in the crowd, that was on the stage. How did yeah, you, how did you end up on stage? Did you just like climb up or how did it happen? No, no, I was asked, I was asked to go up. I was uh, standing in the front row uh, waiting for the Happy Mondays come on when Sean Ryder appeared. It's about half ten at night, my first ever festival, so you can imagine what sort of state I was in. And he came out saying, I need someone, well, I thought he came out saying, I need someone to play bass. And I played guitar, <laughs> so my mates were like, oh, he'll do it. No, I didn't know any Happy Monday songs. Did you play bass anyway, guitar or just guitar generally? Eventually, I figured out he was saying, I need someone to play bass. Bass, yeah. So <laughs> I was brought backstage into a porter cabin um, where I was handed a bottle of Jack Daniels. There were three topless <laughs> ladies, and they said, we're going on stage in two minutes. All you got to do is dance. Everything, Nathan. This is a dream. So I, so I went on stage, uh, danced away. The three topless ladies appeared on stage. Had a great time. Uh, was delighted with myself. About an hour later, I finished up, and uh, phone rings. And uh, it's my mother uh, saying, just watching TV3 there. And they were showing a band live with three topless ladies, and it looked like you were in the middle of them. So, so sounds like a decent night at the festival for me. Thank uh, God Nathan never went topless. There you go. <laughs> I don't think anybody could top that, Nathan. That's amazing. Yeah, no, I was um, I was a much slimmer man back then, Kenny. I, I would have been fine. <laughs> I thought you were taking out a crowd because you were crushing the people in your immediate vicinity. <laughs> no, that's where it all that's, that's where it all started to go downhill. That <laughs> night was where it all started to go downhill. 
Oh, well, our second team then have already seen cracks appear in their relationship. Half of this team is a legend of the north side of the city of Dublin. Number one customer of Thunder's Bakery, Kenny Cunningham, who's here with me in studio. But hailing from the south of the Liffey is a man who didn't grow up in the Thunder's locality and thereby couldn't tell an eclair from a vanilla slice. Give it up for Stephen Doyle, who's going to join Kenny on Zoom. Steve, what's the story? Manning's loyal, Will. Manning's loyal, that's all I'd say. You've got a natural advantage here. You know, you and Kenny worked together last weekend on the West Brom game. So you've got this kind yeah, of... We've got a problem. Really. We've got a problem. Um, we've got a problem. I take a lot of confidence here from the fact that Stewie Byrne is still calling it the Premiership as well. So I think my, myself and Kenny should do okay. <laughs> lots, lots of English rugby questions. Don't worry. Kenny, go on. You're about to out Steve over here. Well, I was making the argument to the producer that I was only right myself and Steve and being born and bred north side. It was, it was an obvious kind of uh, pairing, but it was a... Uh, made known to me at a later stage that uh, Stephen hasn't uh, got such strong roots in the north side of the city and he uh, spent his, uh, his early years um, out in the, somewhere near the Wicklow Mountains, Uh-oh. I was told. <laughs> big shock, big shock to well, me. Kenny, Kenny my, my, my two parents both fingers, so I, I kind of I claim myself as a half and half north side or south side, you know? His argument here, Kenny, is that's south, a poor south side that's loads, a poor, that's north a poor side comeback, isn't it? <laughs> right, well, we've got dissension already on team number two. And our final team uh, contains two guys who have done nothing but win things recently in their career. First of all, we've got Vinnie Perth, who's got two FEI Cups as a player, a First Division medal as a player, a Premier Division medal as a player, as well as an EA Sports Cup medal, a President's Cup title, and the PFEI Manager of the Year title from last year. And alongside Vinnie, we've got John Duggan, who's an IMRO Radio Award from last year. We've got the Gilded Duo, as they've been called by our producer. It's John and Vinnie. How are you getting on, lads? I am sitting on Vinny's uh, soccer coattails here, and uh, I'm guaranteed to be the worst person in this crappy quiz. So, Vinny, it's all on you, and yeah. I know we're going to deliver, and I know you're going to be the star number 10 here. No, I'm going to struggle, but anyway, to, with that introduction, you wonder why I have nothing to do today, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, you're well, confusing me there. I'm confused. Well, for nice Italian, Vinny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The local Roma. <laughs> well, look, that might be it's the nicest run through of your CV that we ever had. We can thank our production team uh, for those fantastic intros. So what we're going to do, because as you can see on the screen at the moment, we've got the Brady Bunch set up, but most of the guys at the moment uh, due to social distancing. So what we're going to do is the questions will be directly to one member of the team and they will answer the question this time round. So we'll still note out of shouting over each other, but we'll try and keep it a little bit organised this time round. So round one is the boring Republic of Ireland trivia round, and it's going to test your knowledge on the Republic of Ireland football team, and it's for the expert on your team only. For clarity, the experts on this round are Stewie, Kenny and Vinny. So we'll have a question oh, for God. one each. Pressure, pressure. First up Sorry, is Nathan. team number one, which is Nathan and Stewie. Stewie, you've answered this one. Which of the following Republic of Ireland managers had the best win percentage? Was it A, Brian Kerr, B, Mick McCarthy, or C, Jack Charlton? Leave off, for God's sake. Even Stewie Stewie can get that. I might go with Brian Kerr because he... There you go, Brian Kerr, correct. Uh, Despite not getting Ireland to a a major finals, he had a better win percentage in the time he was in charge than both Jack Charlton. Go on, Stewie, go on, Stewie. Good start from Stewie. Now, Kenny was trying to put him off, whispering in his ear as he was getting ready for a I heard that. I heard it, yeah. I'll (laughs) get him back for that. Stewie, feel free to uh, shout away in the background while Kenny has to answer this one. So, Kenny... customer, Stewie. He doesn't flap. He doesn't flap. (laughs) Your question then, Kenny. Can you name the last team the Republic of Ireland have beaten in a competitive fixture, not with the names Georgia or Gibraltar? 
So the last team that Ireland had beaten that weren't Georgia or Gibraltar. Every game's competitive. So literally the last oh, game we won. Oh, just answer the question. <laughs> Come on. Last game we won. Okay. Uh, I'll confer on this if you don't mind uh, with me, uh, teammate. Stephen, do you want to come in on this? <laughs> end, is um, not, end is not shaking his head, so I, I think he can help. I can confer, surely. It's the whole idea. Team game, isn't it? Come on, no, Steve. No, not here to rules. There's a lot of no's on this, Kenny. Steve, me phone's on. Steve, me phone's on, just to let you know. Right. In the studio. <laughs> unless he can WhatsApp, unless he can but WhatsApp I, you quickly. But I forgot my glasses, so I was <laughs> pointless ending that. Um, last competitive fixture. Uh, the Ireland have won, yeah. Oh, it'd be, um, be oh, it had to be Gibraltar. No, no. Uh, not Gibraltar, Gibraltar or Georgia. Or, oh, not Gibraltar or Georgia. Any others? You want to throw in a few more as well? Do I have to go back to 1978? How long do you get, by the way? <laughs> oh, we're going to have to push you for an answer again. Um, uh, who was in our last qualifying campaign prior to that? Absolutely no idea. Don't know. Going to give us. Jersey from the games over there, David Miles. Wales. Against Wales, yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Nice. Moyles jersey staring at me there. Right. Come on, Vinny. Vinny, this one's on you. What is the current world ranking of the Republic of Ireland football team? Are they in 30th position, 32nd, or 34th? Bad question. The lads have know that because they say it all the time, don't they? I knew it was 30 something, but. That's desperate. You've fallen a couple of places. I'm going to guess 34. Yeah, good guess. Oh, fair play. Get in, Vinny, get in. Uh, no pressure. Educated there's, guess. There's, that wasn't a lucky guess. That was an educated guess. No early pressure than Kenny. The fairness of this competition, considering the other two teams got multiple choices. That was a desperately hard question. Wales it's in ridiculous. 1967. How was I ever going to get that? Julio to give him a hand, for God's sake. <laughs> now look, send your complaints to Owen Sheehan via postcard if you want to complain about the questions themselves. Next round is about the Europa League versus fictitious places round. This is going to be fun to read. So as the Europa League needs, uh, needs another qualifying round this week, we bring back a crappy quiz classic. We're going to give you three names. One of them is a Europa League club, and two of them are going to be names of places that don't exist at all in real life. All you have to do is give me the name of the football club to score a point. This question is for what's been called the plebs of the team. So for clarity, the plebs are Nathan, <laughs> Stephen and John. I could have been members of OTB Sport, but no, the plebs for this team. So this is for Nathan and Stewie's team who've got one out of one so far. Okay, here we go. So two of these names are cities in Game of Thrones. The other is playing in the Europa League on Thursday night. So which of these is a Europa League team? It's either Satar, Tolos or Jablonek. That again? Oh, not again. Bad pronunciation. So, Sitar, Tolos, Kitar. or Yablonek. This is easy. Do you watch Game of Thrones? The last one. Yablonek. There you go. Uh, yes, they are Nathan. from the Czech Republic and they're playing on oh. Thursday evening. So there you go. The other two are uh, locations from Game of Thrones. Steve Owen Kenny then, and this is Steve O's to answer. He said the last one was easy, so let's see how easy he thinks it is. Uh, Two of these names are planets in Star Wars. The other is playing in the Europa League on Thursday. So which of these is a Europa League team? All right, so we've got Kairat. I'll spell it just in case. K-A-I-R-A-T. Kashyyyk. K-A-S-H, three Ys and a K. Or Corellia. So it's either Kairat, Kashyyyk or Corellia, Steve-O. You spell that last one there, Will? Yeah, I can. It's C-O-R-E-L-L-I-A. Yeah, it's Kairat. It is. 
Kairat play in the Afghan Premier League and they'll be up against uh, Maccabi Haifa later this week. Hello, Pana. Okie dokie. So <laughs> that's the boys off and up and running. John and Vinny, this is for John Duggan then. Two of these teams are places in Lord of the Rings. The other is playing in the Europa League this week. So which is the Europa League team? So you've got Lorien, L-O-R-I-A-N, Numenor, N-U-M-E-N-O-R, or Renova, R-E-N-O-V-A. What's it going to be, John? Best of luck. I would say uh, I really don't like Lord of the Rings or the Europa League, but I will say Renova. <laughs> A good guess. Renova are from North Macedonia. So two plays one plays two is what we've got so far. So the ground has to be uh, caught up by both Kenny and Steve-O. This is the double jeopardy Premier League round. So given we're having a Premier League special, this should be nice and easy. In this round, oh, no. everyone will have to answer a question. If both members of your team answer their questions correctly, your team will score three points. However, if only one of you gives a correct answer, you'll just score the single point for the question that you get correct. And no correct answer would mean zero. So there's a bonus if both uh, team members can get it correct. No answers mean zero. Wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's <laughs> controversial. It's a hell of a, hell of a dynamic here, Kenny. We were thinking, we were thinking of giving out freebies. Really thinking out of box in this quiz. <laughs> right, Stewie, you're first up here. Uh, can you name any of the top five French appearance makers in Premier League history? Give me that again. So you have to name any oh, of the, any of the top five any French appearance makers in the Premier League history. Oh come on, it's a joke. Any of the top five? Yeah. <sighs> joke. Thierry Henry. Uh, Nathan, because I have to ask you the same question, I can't tell you whether Stewie was right or not on that. I'm told. So same question to you. Can you I name one of the top away, five Nathan. French appearance makers in Premier League history? Tigana. Top five. So how many have I to name? Just just the one. Platini. I have to press you, Nathan. The show is live, right? Patrick Vieira. No. Thierry Henry, Patrick Vieira, neither are in the top five. That buzzer just <laughs> confirms that. Uh, Sylvain Distan, yep. Nicolas Anelka, Steve Malbronk, Guy Clichy, or William Gallus. Are the Who's top Steve five? Malbronk? Played for Fulham. Fulham, yeah. yeah. Fulham. You know what? My partner was nodding negatively after I answered. Did you notice that? So he knew. <laughs> and then he gets it wrong. Still goes oh, for player from the same team. <laughs> right, so no points for the lads. A chance for Steve and Kenny very much to get back into it here. Oh, sorry, do you mind me? Scotty, you had a point of order there. Nicholas and Elka played more Premiership games than Patrick Vieira. Yeah. Well, he was back and around. Remember, he came back to Bolton, Man City, Liverpool. Liverpool, and yeah, two runs out. Yeah, that's true. I take that back. Sorry. I actually, I actually went for Thierry Henry because Kenny wouldn't should have talked about him last night. Thierry Henry. He was so good, lads. He was so good. You wouldn't so believe good. it. Oh, the <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, only, Kenny only ever saw the back of Thierry Henry, though. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Steve, Steve Owen Kenny, after uh, Steve will get his dig in against Kenny there. Kenny, you have to go first <laughs> on this one. Name any of the top five appearance makers as oh. goalkeepers in Premier League history. Premier League? Premier League? have to be the Premier League? This is a Premier League round. I thinking Shilton. I think Shilton. Google there, Steve-O. Sorry? You Googling? No. Right. And to keep an eye on him in the background like anything. I'd have to go with a... It's the obvious one, but... I'm going to go with... Go on. Oh, see, the same was around too many before the Prem, wasn't it? It's a killer, isn't it? 
Need someone who's just come out of Premiership, really a goalkeeper. Need an answer, Kenny, come on. Oh, Jesus. Schmeichel, I know it's not him. Right, okay. And Steve-O, give us one of the top five appearance maker goalkeepers there. Um, Petr Cech. Okay, so we got one right and one wrong. Petr Cech was right, Peter Schmeichel was outside. The, so one point for the lads from the combined answers. We've got David James, Mark Schwarzer, Shea Given, Brad Friedel and Petr Cech were the top five. Shazer. So, right, you got one back in the lads. We're all level now at the moment, but this is a chance for Vinny and John to pull out in front. Uh, Vinny, can you name any of the top five players who've been shown the most yellow cards in Premier League history? Oh, yellow cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus, because he has reds, I'm going to go with me old buddy, Richard Dunn. Okay. John, same question to you on that one then. Gareth Barry. We got one out of two again from the lads. Gareth Barry was inside the top five. The other four players, Wayne Rooney, Lee Bowyer, Kevin Davies, and Paul Scholes. The most oh, player there. oh yeah, you couldn't tackle him. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I think by my maths, that was one and one scores. Does that put uh, team number three just ahead? We're still in the lead, two, effectively, yeah. Two, two, three. So Vinny and John are ahead by a single point as we go into round number four. And this is a quick fire round, uh, which is the way that we always decide things out at the end. In this round, uh, you're all going to go against the clock is the plan that we have. And I think uh, tradition on this one, and uh, if you can just totally clarify for me, is the team who are ahead get to go first, I think, don't they? Yeah, so I'll keep asking questions. We'll run out of them in the end. And what we'll do is we'll go to the next team after that. So obviously team number three are ahead. Then we'll go team number two, then team number one. So this is for Vinny and John. Either of you can answer the question. Let's get things going then. Okay, so here we go. We will start off. The team who are in first place at the moment are team number three. Then we'll move on to team number two and then team number one. Once you get a question wrong, I will move on to the next team and you'll be deducted one point if you've given a wrong answer. Each correct question here will be worth one point. So hopefully the teams are ready on what this one. What if you one. don't give any answer? You, know, you, you, lose, know you still get docked a point, don't you? We don't, it's not wrong. You're actually giving a wrong answer. On, you're Nathan, not you're, technically giving a wrong answer here. if you say nothing. <laughs> You with me on that, lads. If you don't actually you say can, anything, you, you don't pass, give an answer. Right? You can pass. You yeah, can pass, yeah. And we'll get it moving because right. there's 40 seconds on the clock <laughs> and we've got 12 questions. So there's still 12, 12 points up for grabs here, okay? So the first question is going to be to John and Vinny. Which club did Anthony Stokes leave this week? Livingston. Correct. In which year did Manchester United last win the Champions League? 2008. Yeah. Who's older, Timo Werner or Kai Havertz? What's the question? Who's older, Timo Werner or Kai Havertz? Timo Werner. Correct. Yeah. Who did France beat in the 2018 World Cup semi-final? Don't mind that. That's just ending not having a timer that's long enough. Who did France beat in the 2018 World Cup semi-final, John or Vinny? Belgium. Correct. Who currently sits bottom of the League of Ireland Premier Division? Bottom? Yeah. Cork City. Correct. World Cup winner Alex Morgan joined which women's Super League team in England in the past week? Tottenham. Tottenham Hotspur, yeah. Which England wonderkind has had his number retired at Birmingham City this summer? And Enda is shaking. It's a, we already know the victors because team number three went on a run there. And no need for the tiebreaker. Our congratulations go to John Duggan and to Vinnie Perth. Nathan Murphy is shaking his head. Kenny Cunningham is shaking his head. Oh, it's over. Yeah. I was waiting for a round. Ah, you didn't get a chance. Ah, you 
quid. What's going on? It's a shambles. That was competition. Are you telling me that was for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Stewie. This is good. that good. You said beforehand that team three were going to go, then team two, then team one. Yeah, which is Stewie. Three got a question wrong, which they didn't. Does Adam really have to get through? We're going to win anyway, so we may as well move on. All he can do is Robert De Niro impressions. That's all he can do. John Void. No and Void. John Duggan, give us your gracious victory speech then. Have you never watched the crappy quiz before? Uh, when someone no. gets a question wrong, then it moves to the next team, and then the next team gets a chance. Court of arbitration. We didn't oh, get no. this. Should be our next step. Yeah, Kenny and John shaker. managed to get five questions in a row correct, and they win the quiz. <laughs> and everybody else was waiting for theirs. I think I'm going to retire now, actually. Benny, I think we should retire and just maybe... He is Nathan, can you do a Robert Nero impression there for... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll wait for this. We have a few minutes. Go on. That's a shambles. You should be, you should be embarrassed, lads. A giant asterisk beside that. Yeah. Will, Will and Ender are getting clipped after this. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I've absconded from work for this. We had a problem. There's nothing we could do about it. <laughs> what do you mean we had a problem? There's nothing we could do about it. No. I've been rehearsing the phone box. researching premiership information all day and then them questions come out. Just to all right, let's, let's, let's play again. Come on, this is a good, great crack. All right, joke over, Will. Joke over. Let's do it properly now. Come on. Yeah, if only Owen Sheehan had written more questions as opposed to uh, ducking out after putting uh, four rounds of questions together, uh, which may have left us slightly short on the quiz. But look, the official winners on this are John and Vinny. Um, well done, lads. My dream partner. I'm very proud of you, John, your performance. Well like, done, Vinny, yeah. I will see you on a Saturday soon. Yeah, and you know what they say, you can't win anything without good teammates, so uh, thanks, John. Absolutely. I really need a lot. Cork, I, wouldn't, I didn't no, know the Cork City answer anyway. You can add that to my list of achievements. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, there's no, there's no points for these questions, but I'll run around the squares anyway, considering Stewie's taking time off work to talk to us. Uh, Stewie, you can have first bite on this one. Who's going to win the Premier League title this season? Who's going to win the Premier League title? Um, Liverpool. City, probably their closest contenders? No. Oh. So United or Chelsea probably might push in. I'd say Chelsea, maybe. Okay. So your top four, then I'm guessing, obviously, the winner for you is then is going to be Liverpool. The rest of your top four, you don't have to give them an order, but the other three teams who will get Champions League? I'm going to throw a bogey in there. I think United will get Champions League. Who's No, no, I've got Liverpool, Chelsea, City, United, yeah. Enthusiasm. <laughs> Yeah, go on. Give us the bottom three, Stewie. Bottom three? Mm. God. Hasn't done his prep. Oh. No. He can't There's even no right answer to three Premier Clubs. He's, he's doing his prep on Shamrock Rovers. He doesn't know any teams outside the top six. I don't know any teams outside the top six. It's like Scunthorpe. Bournemouth, Bournemouth. Wickham. Bournemouth, they're already gone. Go on. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Sheffield United. Oh, he's just clutching names here. He's just happy to, to name. Wolves. He's just happy to name. Wolves. One. one hit wonders. Wolves. One hit wonders. Um, and Tottenham. Get rid of that gobshite once and for all. <laughs> Oh, Lord, Finney Perth, if you were doing all your research on this, uh, who's going to win the Premier League this year then? Yeah. Who'll be top three? Oh, uh, uh, Liverpool, mm. um, 
City are still going to be the top two and I'm struggling there. I, I was expecting more City last night. So um, wait to see what Man United do. I'm not sure about them. They're still short in my opinion. So there's one spot up for grabs there. I'm not sure who, who it is. So right. I uh, think Spurs let us down as well last yesterday as well, I think so. I don't think you're going to be as controversial as Stewie by picking Wolves and Sheffield United to go from just no. outside the European places to getting relegated. Hey, hang on a minute now. Hang on a sec. We'll, 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 we'll talk about this at the end of the season. All right? We'll see where we are. Right? Nobody said Leicester was going to win the league. Uh, no, Fulham right. will definitely go down. I don't say they're late down. After one game, it's pretty obvious they're going to struggle. You haven't strengthened. Who else? How do you know? Like, Jesus, uh, top right and were poor last night. I think they, they're going to struggle. And then it's one from another six, isn't it? So you, you need to go on a run. Okay. Aside from the Premier League, uh, Vinny, not to kind of dig up anything awkward here, but how do you reckon your old club, Dundalk, are going to get on Andorra this week? I mean, it's obviously crucial for the club to uh, try and progress and uh, get into Europa League football. How do you think they'll get on Thursday? Um, I, th- I think, I think to be fair, the Andorra side, the fact it's away is difficult. Um, very few Irish teams historically have won European games away from home. Uh, people look at Andorra. He looked at remember last year when he looked at us playing in Riga, but the Andorians are definitely a side that they can beat. Um, that one is a favourable draw. But then the following week, if they do win, they're away to Moldovan champions. And again, people on the outside look at that and go, Moldova, champ, you know, Sheriff are, are a decent side, a lot of money behind them. So, uh, but they but they're not as strong as they were a couple of years ago. So the two winnable ties, I think we may end up with. A chance of a of a playoff game Dundalk, so with a bit of luck going their way in them two games. But uh, being away from home, if they had it Andorra home and away, I would say they'd be red hot favourites. Difficult being away from home. When it comes to Shamrock Rovers, Vinny, I mean Milan obviously is a very difficult uh, game to try and overcome. It would have been fantastic for them if pandemic restrictions weren't here. That game probably would have been at the Aviva. It would have been a huge windfall for the club. As it turns out, it's going to be an empty tallow on Thursday night. But how do you reckon Rovers are going to get on, you know, given that they've been going so well in the league over the last while? Can they push Milan on Thursday? It, again, it's the same thing. Empty stadiums at the moment is huge. It's it's really turning games. Also, uh, I've had a little bit of luck with Milan just in terms of pre-season. And the one thing that would scare... Stuart will know this, he's played most, a lot of European games. It's the one thing that's scary is real pace. They don't look like they've got real, real pace. So... Rovers, to be fair to them, over the last couple of years, aren't afraid of keeping the ball. So that'll give them a chance. Um, the one concern I would have is Rovers' shape against them. They can get hurt down the sides if they're not careful. Rovers tend to play with that sort of three box midfield. But um, listen, they're flying in the league. They're full of confidence. And anything can anything can happen. Obviously, AC Milan are red-hot favourites. So just hope for the league that, um, that they're, they're about to come late in the game. And, and people in leagues, people that support the league have something to shout about because if they're well beaten, we'll hear from a lot of people in the social media world. And um, so I hope they're there, thereabouts. But the difficult tie for them, um, I'd, I'd say they preferred a, a game that they can win as opposed to the glamour of AC Milan. So uh, particularly with an empty stadium. Vinny, just, just on that, Vinny, um, you know, we saw Liam Scales coming in there for that recent O's uh, victory that they got. Um, he was over at Mount City at trial, doing trials last year, and you know there was talk maybe going to uh, doing that move to Bristol before that fell through. But you know, watching the last few weeks, he, he definitely looks like a player who could be playing at that level in the UK as well. Yeah, I know Bristol Rovers are interested in him, uh, Fleetwood Town. I think 
between the two of them. It looks like the deal fell through last year. He was on trial. Um, but this is, a level of, this is a level up, and this is, it's actually, it's obviously a couple of levels up. So we'd be tested then. Um, there's no doubt we, we need to see our players tested at, at that highest level. Um, and, and then we can find out what they're all about. But he's had a great month. There's no doubt about it. But the flip side of it just shows you how fickle it is. He could have gave away two penalties in the balls game. Now, people mm-hmm. will argue whether he were or he weren't. Uh, but th- there was a pull on the jersey and he got his body shape was very square and he, and for the, the second incident. So it'd be interesting. I, I presume he's going to play because of his form of late. Is He gives more legs than, say, someone like Joey O'Brien and you'll need that sort of high energy. So, um, but and, and the three at the back has suited him. Well, um, it'd be interesting to see Milan might play two up top against him. So it's definitely a big, bigger challenge. But if he comes through that challenge, there's no doubt people in the UK are looking at the players now, left, right and centre, uh, from League of Ireland players. I see it with Dundalk, with the amount of players out of contract. Their age doesn't matter. It used to be, if you sort of were 23, 24, you've missed a boat. That's not the case anymore. There's real interest in, in players right up till 28, 29, because they're free agents now. And there's not that much money in, in, in the English game. Stewie, how do you reckon Shamrock Rovers get on against Milan then? I think they've got they've got a chance. Uh, I think it's important that they go in with a with a game plan and discipline is huge for them, um, which I think goes in their favour because they've been very disciplined this year, um, as opposed to other years. Where they've had a they've sort of especially in big games and a lot of the Bowes games they had players needlessly sent off and things like that. So um, the one off game, the no crowd, um, I think they're they they've they've gathered momentum in Europe in the last couple of years, put in some very good performances. So they think, I think they understand how to play at that level. Um, so I'd give them a chance. Um, it just uh, just really depends on whether they can take opportunities once they come along. Goals in recent times have been, they've been uh, um, until the Cork game, you know, and Cork were pretty poor uh, last week. They had been sort of struggling to really kind of create, carry people open. Um, but if they can take those opportunities, then they, they'd have a, they have a chance. Um, like anything in these games, Stewie, set pieces is huge. I think Rovers are strong from set pieces, particularly with three centre halves, especially yeah. with the delivery as well. Actually, yeah, yeah, no, it's a good point. Yeah, I think I think I think we're seeing that now that that that, that set pieces are becoming a, a big part of this one-off game thing. Like you know, and I mean AC Milan is probably. I mean, I don't. It depends on how it affects them. This this you know, Irish sides have. Have you know down the years have 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 won big games like this and, and nearly almost put you know big clubs into really financial difficulty you know so there's big pressure on them to get through this but uh, I think it's important that they that they that they that they put you know their their, their best foot forward everyone's going to be watching the game as well like you know so it's it's a nice game to have to be quite honest considering the the year that we've had with, with football especially football in, in in Ireland so it's one to look forward to really more than anything. Okay, fingers crossed for both teams uh, this coming week. Team OTB Sports, I haven't forgot about your predictions. They can be read in more detail on the OTB Sports website. But Stephen Doyle, give me your Premier League winner, mm. top four and bottom three. Yeah, I, I think Liverpool are going to do it. Um, I think uh, we're going to have a new runner-up this year. I think uh, I actually think Manchester United um, have bought really well. I know they've got issues at the back, but I, I, think they'll, I think they'll have enough quality there to get into second place. I don't think, um, I think City and then, I think it'll be between City and Arsenal then for third and fourth. I don't think Chelsea's, I don't think this Chelsea experiment is going to 
is going to work. Saw them last night, and the, the what concerned me about Chelsea last night was the, even the fact that they were leading three one. There were there was a siege on their on their box for the last 10, 20 minutes, and you know all the great teams should be able to dominate a side like Brighton um, in a game like that. So I, I just think that Frank Lampard is going to have issues trying to gel that team together. So many new signings coming in at the same time. So I'm going to go for Liverpool, United, and then either City or Arsenal third or fourth. And then going down, I originally I had Fulham, Villa, and Crystal Palace, but after seeing West Brom on Sunday, I think they're in trouble as well. I'm going to go for uh, Fulham, West Brom, and and one or I think Villa will go down with them as well. Okay, Nathan, my suggestion to you, based on social media over the last four or five days, is not to mention Leeds going down here. But who are you going to pick? I didn't. I didn't say Leeds would go down. Um, That's the perception Leeds fans took, though. Well, I just said that maybe it wasn't the greatest championship of all time last season, and that. You know, people are talking them finishing where Sheffield United did last season, you know, kicking on, pushing for Europa League spot. Uh, I just don't see that. Listen, there were brilliant times against Liverpool, but Liverpool were the perfect opponents for them in terms of the way they play. Like, I'll stick with the bottom three I went with before the start of the season, so a full week ago, of Villa, same as Steve, of Villa, West Brom and Fulham. Uh, obviously, we haven't seen Villa yet, but West Brom and Fulham didn't show a huge amount. And then I'll stick with Liverpool for the title. I think the rest of the top four will be City, United, and just not convinced by Chelsea either. Not convinced by Havertz and Werner. That, listen, they've come with big prices. Okay, they've done it in the Bundesliga, and I'm not going to disparage the Bundesliga. I saw a lot of Bolton at times in the Champions League and the Europa League over the couple of seasons, and there were a lot of games where they were ineffectual. And if they don't deliver, like, he's upset the younger lads who came in last season and been pushed out of the side. So I think Arsenal might squeeze in to the top four just ahead of Chelsea. Okay, John Duggan, as the winning team, well, half of our winning team here, <laughs> give us the winning team for the Premier League, the top four and the bottom three. Well, I don't think I should really say anything else, to be honest, after that, because it's all going to go downhill. Um, I'd be of the view that I think Liverpool will win the title again. Um, I think City, uh, United will be in the top four. Um, and I would kind of agree with the lads. I do think Arsenal, I really like Arteta. I really like what he's doing there at Arsenal. Unfortunately, it's very pains me a lot to say it, but um, I think they'll be there or thereabouts. Um, but I originally went for Chelsea in the top four, so I'm just going to stick with what I originally went for. But I'm going to change my bottom three. I think Fulham, I didn't have them in the bottom three. They're going down uh, with West Prom. And I had Palace to go down. Now, I know they um, they won the other day, but I still think Palace don't score enough goals. I don't know whether Batshuayi will make any difference to that. But um, I think Roy Hodgson and Palace still, the way they finished the season, they were tanking. And um, I think with Villa making, with Grealish staying, with, uh, say, Watkins joining, uh, maybe Palace, uh, Fulham and West Brom might go down. But um, Jose's not bad for the sack race, lads. I think he was 33-1 to or something uh, last week. And the way it started, <laughs> you know, it could be, he could be gone before. It's just it's not, not been a good start. Football on Off The Ball. With Paddy Power. Fueling the mischief in the beautiful game. Gamble responsibly. See dunlewy.net.